Maybe Chris Pratt could use a leg up. Mm. Mr. Chris Pratt. Space Chris Pratt. Mr. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> it sounds like a like a wheat thin or yeah. something. Are we like warming up our voices? Yes. Doing bits about Chris Pratt. Christopher Pratt. <laughs> Mr. Christopher Pratt. Everyone say Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Cut this, cut this. No, this is the best way to open Keep any podcast that's Chris ever happened. The is Chris Pratt good? Chris Pratt feels like he would have voted. That's for a Trump. loaded question. I really think it is a loaded question. I don't think he's versatile. I think he's good, but I think they've we've been giving him too much leeway versatility wise. Well, I think if you ask me that question, let's say hmm, uh, is he a three hero? years ago, I would well, say Chris Pratt is great. Wait, but and now is it's he? like he's movie star Chris Pratt, and you're like, mm. he's not fat and funny anymore. But is he a hero or is he just like not a murderer rapist? And we're just like, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the bar is so low. The bar <laughs> is so low. <laughs> we're like, you would probably never rape. And like, you're so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly haven't seen Passengers. <laughs> oh, No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's no, there's no, no rape. There's no rape, but like. It, it's it's, <laughs> it's like uh, akin to i don't know the movies pr- do we do Are we want to get into this literally not spoiling and saying akin to rape like why <laughs> yeah well when a man decides to it's 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 murder he's taking her life into his hands in that movie he's he wakes up on a shift tell us what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> for the listener who's not familiar with the the huge flop of a film passengers starring chris pratt and jennifer lawrence uh, the movie opens with Chris Pratt waking up on a spaceship. He's all disoriented and like this, you know, robot sort of woman takes him through everything. He's like, hello, you have, you're on a spaceship to another planet where you will soon inhabit. We're going to get there in 90 years. Uh, but these are the last four months of the journey. So have fun, hang tight. And it's just a big party. Turns out it's not the last four months and his pod broke and he awoke 90 years too early. So he is just to be he's stuck on this spaceship with no other alive human beings for 90 years he has to live out the rest of his life on there so he deals with that for about 20 minutes Mm. before like roaming the halls and finding a woman that he thought was pretty who was jennifer lawrence and then he like does all this creepy research on her i do want to say jennifer lawrence's name in this movie is aurora because sleeping beauty because she wake up from space sleeping yeah it's really deep (laughs) if that wasn't clear um so he goes through there's like i'd say that 10 minute period where you're like is he gonna do it if I hadn't seen I the trailer, would, I didn't know if he was going to do it. I wish I was the extra that he like passed over as not hot enough <laughs> yeah. to wake up. That's, sleeping there. That's our type. I went in for it. They said, no, not hot enough to be the one that gets passed over. She's uh, apparently in an older draft of the script. She was like a New Yorker writer. In this movie, she's just a writer. They don't, they don't get into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we like he reads her profile and he's like, oh, this is a beautiful, smart woman. I love her writing. And then he's talking to his robot friend, uh, Michael Sh- 
Shannon? No, it's Michael not, Sheen. No, Michael Sheen, excuse me. They could play brothers in something, though. Michael Sheen and Michael Shannon? Yeah, that I is get my into dream it. film. Yeah, done. Remake Step Brothers. <laughs> wow, that's a good pick. Guys! Sorry. <laughs> Lauren's going to keep us. I'm the, on I'm track. the Brett today. Oh, cool. Great. I'm the Brett now. <laughs> oh, Where is your Brett now? This is, this is very spooky. Uh, long story short, he thinks about it for about 10 minutes, shut the moral quandaries of do I do this, do I not? And he does it. And then... Penis. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the movie happens, and it's terrible. Because everything that happens is like, you're, you're supposed to care for this guy? You're supposed to root for them? Mm. You're supposed to root for their relationship? And like the third act is just such a fucking joke. And like I'm going to write a write for somebody. I don't, don't know who yet. But I have like just a basic pitch version of it that's so much better. Mm-hmm. That is like horrifying and like actually uses that fucked up dichotomy in like a way that's interesting rather than like... Well, we still want them to end up together, right? Like you're gonna write this script. Yeah, I want to. I Revise. mean, it's a little late. It's a little late to do that. But I'm gonna <laughs> write like a piece. It's like this is what it should have been. And uh, if you're listening, editors, I get feel at like me. you should do a re- like a revision. Of Just like straight up, take the script and fix it. Yeah, but maybe do it, it another. Put this setting. out on DVD. Please. Like add it to a different context. How do you mean? I mean, I don't know, some other kind of, like, isolation scenario. But, like, so it's not precisely, like, Passenger's Remix. It's, like, it's a, it takes off. That would be own. the name of it, though, Passenger's Remix. R. Kelly, <laughs> the remix of Passenger's. Yes. Well, rape all around today. Yeah, I don't know I don't know how we got here. There's Hi. not even rape in the movie. Hello, we are here with... Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what would happen if I did that. And it, it went about as well as I thought it would. Push my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brett speaking. <laughs> I am Lauren Duca. Hello. And we are here with Twitter Zone. Natalie Walker. Natalie Walker's here at N Walks. At yeah. N Walks. Great handle. Thank you very much. It's like classic, but still you. I like it. <laughs> there's no numbers or like X's or L's. Yeah, well the thing is there's another Natalie Walker who uh, is a musician whose music has been featured on Grey's Anatomy. She has a song called Quicksand, and so she has oh. like she <laughs> has like her. all of the good <laughs> Natalie Walker handles mm. for things. And then people still like to this day will tweet at me and be like, "You're one of my favorite musicians. Can't believe you're funny too." <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. I did not write Colorblind or Quicksand. I'm sorry. Natalie Walker owes you for that. I know. You're I know. You're now, creating good impressions. I know. Part of her brand now is that. She She's a noted Twitter comedian. You know what? You're really funny, too. Oh, that's incredible. I would Are you looking real time figuring out she's not the Natalie Walker you no. thought she was? Yeah, what if, oh, sh- what if I'm like, kicked? She's going to sing quick Brad, song, right? She's going to do it. I just kicked Brad. I was like, damn. No, but people, it's funny because I so believe you because, first of all, you have the same exact name, but for some reason, like foreign teens think I'm the Lauren from Fifth Harmony. Oh <laughs> and it's like they'll send me her tweets and respond to them like be like oh, you're tr- like so true like i love you that's like a next level of like idiocy <laughs> but because like, they're sending you like another, another proper twitter tweet. account yeah and but this is your personal twitter <laughs> and like, at lauren duca is lauren from fifth <laughs> harmony's personal twitter account and then i tw- i'll t- i tweeted it that it was happening and then I got all these mentions that were like, you fucking bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> You're not Lauren from Fifth Harmony, fucking bitch. And, I was like, and your profile, like, does, there's, there's nothing there. I was like, I really am just not. 
like, please. Well, you did misrepresent yourself by putting Lauren from Fifth Harmony in your Twitter bio. I, I can't believe it's it still there. It is there. Yeah. yeah. You didn't delete it yet? Wow. Maga. Yeah. Please stop. Lauren Duca deleting her tweets. Lauren, Deluca, Lauren Duca deleted her tweet that said she's the Lauren from Fifth Harmony, but we have a screenshot. We're putting it on the screen now. Daily caller, hit us up if you want the evidence. Hit us up. I'm like worried now that there, people are going to listen to these and find just like things dumb to make quotes. Fun of about me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Things to mock about. Like me. the really like intimate details. Like last week we talked about the significance of the song time after time. Like I don't want that oh. to be used against us. I was just listening to last week's episode with another stranger. This is two weeks in a row where we have a actual quote unquote stranger say something that's from really Twitter. Funny though first. Okay. <laughs> no, it's really important. Great. I'm sorry, but it's I saw you were like lost in thought about it. So. Because I can't believe it. That's so sorry. So <laughs> sometimes when they message me thinking I'm Lauren from Fifth Harmony, yes. <laughs> they ask me <laughs> to talk to a different member of <laughs> You're a conduit. Are you are you supposed to convince Camilla to stay? Like, yeah, or that like, ship is sailed. That ship is sailed. That was she convinced savage. They don't even reach out directly. Like it's like, please tell Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just why? Why? Okay, sorry. Go oh, on. nothing. I was just trying to. Uh, oh, strangers be on topic <laughs> about strangers and yeah. show it's called strangers from twitter yeah as brett just said and sometimes show. we're intimate sure a lot Together. of a lot of, of rubbing lauren's thigh really? right now under the table a lot of brett men like, tell me <laughs> that i'm rude and they don't know that like i want to fucking be rude you little bitches just like they're rude. so mad like that i like i'm like brazen and like defiant like in my presence they like try and find like these ways to silence me like sometimes it's outright like just like shut the fuck up but sometimes it's like by making me feel like irrelevant or little or small or stupid or they love to say it's for like oh do you want attention and it's like yeah why does anyone get on twitter like we're all here for we're all here for attention i don't understand but like when women yes. want attention, it's gross and bad because we're supposed to be like standing behind men at attention all times. Attention is social capital. Yeah. So and it's and we just assume that men are entitled to that social capital. So it's like that plus one, that plus one, that plus one of recognition or any kind of positive reaction. That's like what we live our life for. That's mm-hmm. like the whole point system. So to say like women don't have as much right to accruing points yeah to shame women when they engage in the same behavior as men have for centuries of just like i want positive recognition for writing a smart or funny thing is like insane how dare you and it's a silencing like i think that there's a couple kinds of it but it's like it's a silencing and then if you one if you speak out in any way about like any kind of sexism or misogyny you experience then you're painted even more aggressively as shrill and silenced even further so it's like you're driven to this point and then you speak on it and you're you're shut down again mm-hmm. it's unbelievable but yeah. then there's also the version of it where it's like i get messages that it's like you've earned it 
I'm going to take you to dinner on Thursday. And I'm like, oh. do you think you're James fucking Bond? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be taken to dinner on Thursday when I pay for me and my husband to go out. But like, never mind. Like that you just assumed that like, oh, I identify brains and beauty. I will take this for my own. Like yes. I've deemed her worthy. Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, that too. It's like, I, 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 I don't know. I guess I would as- rather that than like a straight up like get raped cunt but like they're both icky yeah they're both (sighs) very icky and and also like the latter is gross because they think they're doing something like good and benevolent they're proud yeah they're proud of it and they're like i those guys i feel think they're the good ones Mm. by being like oh i can recognize a strong smart woman and i appreciate i want you to know that i am not threatened by you i would still fuck you (laughs) i would love to fuck you (laughs) it's like it's not a gift that you're bestowing upon me in my dms like it's a nightmare i would still you're still worthy of me yeah Oh my God! Do you have any thoughts? Well, I was gonna say no. I don't. I didn't. Go, I haven't gone viral Can in I, the ways that both of you have that would lead morons. To I want to ask you a question for to be. Yeah. I don't. It's not a gotcha. I'm just like honestly oh, interested in yeah. it. So, but like, take a second or like. I think we both all can think about. it. I don't want to be like Pratt. Game show music, but. Like, do you ever <laughs> think about like being worried about like crossing that line, like? Uh, like sliding into someone's DMs. Yeah, or chance. just like in terms yeah. of the way you hit on women. Like how are you, how do you how are you you're like a good conscious like woke person. So like how are you Thank conscious you. about how you talk to women? Like is there a line you draw for yourself? Well, and like does this surprise you what we were saying? Doesn't surprise me because I live on the internet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. But I've dealt with these issues my personally in terms of like uh girl who I find attractive and smart and interesting on Twitter and I put like they live in the city and I don't know them but I want to know them mm-hmm. what to do there like because don't want to come off like that fucking asshole who's mm-hmm. like let me buy you dinner for your <laughs> lovely piece that you wrote I already ordered us two steaks right yeah like well, I'm sitting I'm literally sitting here waiting for you why aren't you here this is upsetting um and I've made the I think I've made I would say I made the mistake of um I, I think my method of, of sliding into DMs is like, or it was, I'm dating somebody now, but in the past it would have been like, hey, uh, you hopefully there's like rapport there. Like we've been exchanging faves and retweets mm, doing and yeah. bits. doing bits on mm-hmm. twitter.com and like engaging. So if that's there, I'm comfortable enough in my own skin and with the person, I will DM them and I've asked people out and just been flat out denied, but like, <laughs> no one's been... Like uh, two out of three were like, "Hey, like it's like I, I always frame it as like not to be weird or creepy, which doesn't help. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> but um, they're always like, "Hey, it's not weird, it's not creepy. I have a boyfriend, but like it, no harm, no foul, sort yeah. of thing." And I do feel self conscious about that and weird about that. But okay, I've always turned down s- is allowed to suck. Like, well, yeah. yeah, but also I think we're I think we talked about this before, before excuse me that we are just unique our generation so to speak in that uh that's my like main method of like mm. how i've met a lot of people lately yeah. it's on the internet and just like weird shit like that but what i hear you talking about is like uh, having a certain level of rapport where it's not just like i like you i can pick you out of a no i would have i I'm, would never like, I like immediately follow and then just dm somebody yeah like hey you're really hot and you're 
that piece you wrote is like incredible. Right. Please. And it is relationship yeah. building is it's, it's a form of connecting. Um, but I, yeah, I guess it seems like there, there have been, have you had positive interactions like that? I mean, I've been like, I've, and as I've said on the show before, I've been always <clears throat> married as long as I've been active on right. Twitter. So it's just, not been a thing but I, I I kind of wonder like how yeah. it would have been <laughs> yeah I haven't had anything romantically Lewis Peitzman has become one of my best friends through oh, I was gonna Twitter. be like liar yes <laughs> Lewis Peitzman is fucking me on the regular I want Lewis. everybody to know go to Lewis Peitzman's profile and then that joke will be funny to you um <laughs> oh my god literally. we're not outing people <laughs> Lewis Lewis, we love Lewis you. isn't out. Um, <laughs> Lewis is still firmly in the closet. He had a <laughs> podcast about Smash. Um, but like, yeah, but uh, Come I haven't on the had show. anything. I know. We should all do a foursome. I was oh, yeah. Saying, we got to like, do the. Yeah. We'll do the foursome. Because you and Lewis knew each other. Lauren, you yeah. and Lewis knew each other from before. And Brett and I knew each other from before. But then we didn't. Lewis has never met Brad. Yeah. Wow. We've DM'd about setting up this podcast. Yes. Um, Yeah. I've never, I've never gotten like any romantic stuff, but like Twitter has been great for meeting Mm. new people. Like Lewis is now one of my best friends in the world was like fully there for me for like very real moments in my like away from keyboard life oh my um, God. and Your i AFK met him life? my afk life baby um, <laughs> but this he we met we met over twitter i literally have had been following lewis for like three years because he wrote this amazing um oral history of the movie dropped it gorgeous oh, in like tw- 2013 that's the mockumentary uh, yes, Kirstie Alley, Kirstie Alley and Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards' best performance. Louis, so I'm going to read that tonight. The lady who's it's, always smoking cigarettes. Oh, it's amazing. And so I became <laughs> obsessed with him from that. And that was in like 2013 that he wrote that. And so I started Incredible. following him. And then I would start like at replying him. Like he would tweet about like stars lyrics like the band stars and i was like i think we would be friends i hope this isn't creepy and then over time i finally like won him over i wrote i did like a synopsis of phantom of the opera on twitter and then he saw it because i had been adding (laughs) him so much about it and then he was like great okay i think we actually would be friends and then he moved here from la and we became like real life to be with you to be with me we moved in to (laughs) fuck me so much not a lot for you to say keeping me (laughs) Yeah, it's I'm only sorry, okay when Lauren I say it and when Lauren says it and I just need you to <laughs> stay on your side of the table. <laughs> You're lucky you got a seat at the table, Solange. Important. Wow, we're just riffing now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lewis isn't, is he like, we just, he's not the only person you met. We met online. <laughs> we met online. Wait, Mike just what? did one of their Twitter alerts and it's, what do you think Donald Trump's first 100 days in office will be like? Send us a video with your thoughts. Should I just send them a video? Just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a pterodactyl screaming. <laughs> for like 40 minutes. Yeah. 100 minutes. A minute for each day. Just Tucker Carlson saying feces a bunch of times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> didn't start out wanting feces to be part of my brand, but here we are. Yeah. 
How brand fun. is feces and thigh high boots a lauren duca story wow can, can, can't wait for that memoir to be on the shelves god have mercy well people have been i saw on a 4chan board oh, people no. were like Kawhi. why are you there no. i know somebody sent it to me no people why do people do that i know it's always somebody who thinks they're nice but um <laughs> yeah someone's I like this horrible someone's thing like, about look you. at this guy who said he's gonna rape your mom i'm like yeah it's like, maybe don't you send, send me this yeah i'm already getting it um on christmas but <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh god yeah uh it's insane the things that people say and uh what was i the specific one was a trolling thing oh of just the scope of it mm-hmm. and the things that people think to even send is just so beyond me so yeah. i don't even know feces feces <laughs> oh what was i trying to talk about Oh, that we became friends. We became friends yes. on Twitter. We became friends Twitter. on Twitter. And I think you were of the same mind as Lauren. I, I was indeed. You told me this. Listening after- to the first oh. episode, I texted you right after and I was like, I was in the same boat. And by that, I mean, Natalie oh, thought I was gay. Fully thought Brett was gay. You didn't know before the episode? No. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. I well, knew. she knew, but she didn't. She felt comfortable telling me. Yes. Once I figured like it out over time, to this. but I once you put it into words, I was like, yes, that is also what I oh. felt, Brett, now that another person has said it that you know, because I just assume most of my most of my tweets and my content, it's like a lot of stuff about Audra McDonald. I still, so a lot I still of, don't know who she is. Uh, Brett, I'm going to murder you with a gun. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> then I'm going to rip this your the intestines game of out ever. of your <laughs> body. Guys. <laughs> I, uh, that was so, so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> this is the riffs we go on. Keep They're dark. I assume that I feel like anyone who <laughs> likes my tweets is like gay <laughs> for the most part. Thanks for so, coming out and saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Brett... <laughs> So then Brett, like, uh, slid into my DMs, like, was very nice. And, like, at that time, anyone who slid into my DMs who wasn't, like, a nightmare trash person, I was like, yeah, you're a gay man who wants to be friends with me. Like, let's do it for sure. And then, like, (laughs) we went and saw a couple movies together. And I was like, I think Brett might be straight, but I'm not sure. And, then, and it was just too late at that point <laughs> i like say hey i thought you were gay i mean yeah it's not of like it's, it's not a fun conversation to have. no it's not a bad one it's just no. like oh cool yes i know this about myself now. yes being a woman who is just like in just alive and like funny and cute is like there's not a way to really be in a relationship where there's not a large undercurrent of, I want to fuck you. So I just like, yeah. don't have that much room. Like mm-hmm. I tried it. I spent all of high school and all of college being like, I'm just that girl, that girl, girl, girl. Broken so many times by guys that I thought were my best friend mm-hmm. who it was like twist, twist. Yeah. Kind of act like I've been in love with you this whole entire time. Yeah. And it's like this big act of deception and stuff. But so anyway, and I'm also married. And, like I have a couple straight guy friends who I love very much, but like, yeah. it's not, not but like a couple like usual. there's no more allowed yeah there's right. there's i mean well it's not not allowed it's just like 
it's always so implied. It's like, it's so right. like, I have to feel like I'm going to be offensive if I'm like my husband. Like, mm. it's just sort of like, and then it's like that vibe of like, well, fuck you, bitch. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like if you, I don't know. Anyway, friendship with straight men is complicated. Like I know this is such an archaic conversation. Like this no, is so. No, but it is. And then it's like glorified when it's not like when Harry met Sally like yes. great movie but Which it drives me with- crazy that everyone is like everyone cites that moment of like oh you want to fuck your friend if they're attractive and I'm like I mean for me I have a lot of straight guy friends just because I went to theater camp and theater school and there's mm-hmm. like an element of when you've like had movement class every day, like I had movement class at NYU, like every day with these guys, and it's like we're unfuckable to each other. I've watched you like be a swan in class. Like there's no way, there's no way that we will ever look at each other and be like, that's a fuckable person. That's like swan. ever. <laughs> yeah. That's that swan. swan. Or like I, I watched my friend Brian like play Oliver and Oliver before he went on growth hormone. <laughs> like, oh. There's no way. There's simply no way. You're very handsome now, but no, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just going to say that it could have gone the other direction and made everyone more fuckable, but I guess you guys just weren't that I'm not graceful enough. Yeah, no, I am not graceful. No, there were absolutely girls that, like, everyone looked at and were like, oh, look at that fuckable-ass swan. Like, ooh, look at this sexy deer. fuckable And then I would be like, I'm a kangaroo. Like, oh my god! I forget what like animals. I am the least fuckable person in my bar class. I'm like, I know it's horrible. It's the worst. Anyway, (laughs) wait. I'm so sorry. For what? I have no idea what we are doing. How we got here? Lauren, you've had a busy week. I have. Yeah, very busy week. Well, both of you had interesting weeks. You guys both went viral this week, Mm. and we should talk about it. So Lauren, oh yeah, let's talk about Natalie. Talk about Natalie's Lauren. uh, Just Google Lauren Duca right now, and you will see why she went viral. If you don't already know, I'm sure most listeners know. But Natalie, she's saving the world. She's yeah. TLD. Her work is like actually important. Like we're about to get into a dumb fucking thing. Forget Lauren. Forget Lauren's work. Forget Lauren's. Tell us. That's what I always say. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about your singing video. Great. That was supposed uh, to sound belittling, but now it just sounds mean. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to send your singing video to Mike as my what I think of Donald Trump's hunt for <laughs> That's <laughs> phenomenal. Um, so Why do you want that, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes are we just going to shame Mike in, about I'm stuff? Not, I don't understand why they would ever want I that. Do. Someone's going to send like a video of poop coming out of their butt. Oh, yeah. That's I probably do really like that it's like, like the fact that it's named Mike. It's always funny because it sounds like you're shitting on your friend Mike. Yeah. He just fucking I sucks. I lived with a guy named Mike when I worked at Mike. And good Lord, was it confusing. <laughs> Mike, fuck this. Uh. <laughs> I hate Mike. Oh, what did I do? Such a dick. Uh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Natalie, the, 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 the spotlight's on. on you. Spotlight is on me. Um, so <laughs> I've been doing this thing like all holiday season, like whenever I was out with friends or like at a holiday party where Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, <gasps> Christmas diva classic of our time. Whenever it played, song. absolute best Christmas song. Whenever it played, I would sing along just my 
alto part from <laughs> high school like my freshman year of high school I was so excited to be in in the chorus and I was mm. like yes like I'm gonna nail it and then I was like I'm an alto like not super realizing that altos like get the shittest part of any arrangement <laughs> and then my teacher was like for the winter concert we're doing all I want for Christmas is you and I was like here we go like this is my moment like probably I will be getting the solo at the beginning but like it's also just gonna be so fun to sing this song and then the alto two line of all I want for Christmas is you has only a tangential relationship to music in would you mind <laughs> uh yeah it's like you can watch the vid but it's all the parts that are like all I want a lot of Christmas there is just all the altos do is just go I <laughs> And uh, <laughs> like the entire time, and so every time that song played anywhere this holiday season, I would just sing along that part to annoy my friends because they're just like, Natalie, why are you doing this? This is so frustrating, and we hate it. And then I was like waiting to go out with my like two remaining friends from high school. You lost all the rest. Two from remaining friends from song. high school. Yeah. And they were late meeting me. And so I was like, I'm just going to do a video of me singing all I want for Christmas is you. My part, like just sitting in front of my Christmas tree. How all viral things are made. Yes. And then I put it up and then it was like very hashtag relatable, I suppose. And it, went nuts someone <laughs> responded literally with like that jump to baby is very rude and they like posted the actual sheet music that proves that i'm singing the right part like that's literally the Technical. part i'm not making it up it was that's, actually you baby that's the shittiest thing <laughs> it's horrible it's horrible no, like that they made people do that yeah well all the like cute sopranos were like having fun and just like <laughs> flipping their ponytails and just like I have a girl voice. My only reference for like <laughs> choruses in high school was like American Pie. Is that bad? Mm. Is that a is no. that an accurate representation? So super accurate. It's actually a documentary about high school choruses. <laughs> Can I be a little Nate Silver and ask how many followers you got out of this? Out of this, yeah, it's like a little two thousand. It's like like two thousand something from mm. it because i started like but, i had like just hit four thousand mm. and now i'm somewhere in the six thousand range you've nice. gone viral before have indeed can we talk about that a little bit yes indeed <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're inside the actor's studio right uh, now compare well because i think it's really interesting to compare mm. different instances of going viral and yeah. like what there is being because when you when something goes viral you really get so many messages like my like it's like when you're going viral it feels like you're just in a wave it's just yeah i'm that's why i'm so glad this one was like at like it went viral christmas eve and christmas because i couldn't be like as consumed by it as i was the last time like Like i was literally just like around my family and i was like i'm not gonna look at this for a while um but the first time i went viral was in january i like (laughs) i went viral in january of 2016 and december like both at times when Mercury was retrograde, and wow. I don't know what it means. No, yeah, but I feel like it is meaningful. Seems like more there than that. Like the world, about the this. world yeah. is upside down, and that's the only time that I achieve success. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> but in January, I wish people could see your crystal ball. But yes. like, yes, um, in January I did a thing where 
it was just like the middle of the night one night and I tweeted like what if you reviewed places you had gone on dates on Yelp but you only reviewed the date and then <laughs> and, it's a great and at that point I literally had like 400 followers yeah. I was like this is something that like five of my friends I went to camp with will think is funny yeah like and then I woke up and like people were liking it and so I was like oh this got like a sensible 12 likes on Twitter like maybe I'll actually yeah maybe I'll actually do this and so I like started and I did like four I posted four actual reviews on Yelp of dates I had gone on but they were all over five years old because at that point I had like just gotten out of a relationship of four and a half years that was Mm -hmm. like very healthy and nice and so like all of my horror story dates were from high school and like early college and so I did the first four and then like I had done a play by an author named Benjamin Kunkel who like is friends with Miranda July and so Mm. he retweeted it and then Miranda July retweeted it which is why like it started taking off and then once she did Refinery29 like did a piece about the reviews and then Yelp was like hey they like got wind of it and then they were like stop doing this (laughs) and they were like we deleted your reviews like this isn't kosher with like our terms and services and I was like okay and then I (laughs) went back on my account and I changed my avatar to the same picture but of me with like a mustache photoshop (laughs) over it and then I left like (laughs) I left like six more and then they sent another email that was like, stop it. Don't do this. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then I did one more that was like a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> and I Just did like a final. Yelp. Yeah. And it was this woman named Pam who kept emailing me. And so my final four, I figured, I figured with like the top hat and monocle when I was like, this will probably be my last set. I feel like they'll probably kick me off after this. And so my final Yelp review was a review of Yelp headquarters in san francisco and i was like i will go on a date here if pam will have me like let me know five stars i'm a monster i'm a full monster and then they deleted my account so it was like four days i screenshotted everything yes 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 and so that's why it's like still all up and it was like very insane um and so at first like refinery 29 picked it up and i was like yeah and like bustle and very like female-centric stuff and that was great but then part of why I think it went so viral is that people sort of misconstrued what it was like people thought I was going on dates in real time and like writing about them like right after but it was all like horror stories from way back from years past yeah Yeah. and so then like bro bible picked it up nice and like playboy picked it up and I was like the only periodicals i read yeah of course as a male as a man (laughs) um so like once very like male centric uh why can't i think of words once male centric communities (laughs) (laughs) yes once a bunch of circle jerks started picking it up um yeah then it became like insane where like it was a lot of comments being like fuck like this ugly kind like no one if but if a guy did this but if a guy did this he'd be sexist right whatever fuck you there's some (laughs) i like made i made business cards back in the day like of 
my favorite like hateful comments and it was like she because one of the blogs used a photo of when I was like Khaleesi blonde for two seconds and so one of the comments was she looks like a big chin not funny Gwen Stefani ah! <laughs> I want to be that I know and I was like also not funny Gwen Stefani I'm like oh noted comedian Gwen, Gwen Stefani, Stefani yeah. Gwen I'm like Stefani, not funny Gwen she Stefani she does not seem funny good to know <laughs> Like, not funny like Russell Crowe. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> abrasive. Stefani is really serious, actually. Yeah, this is very perplexing. Ew. But yeah, and during that time, and I remember like once Bro Bible started picking up, I was like, oh, fuck me. No. And I like went to see Carol to escape it. Like I very oh. consciously, once I saw that Bro Bible picked it up, I was like, I'm going to take time to see Carol to see Carol That's... by myself. And I will have that day. And That's then I got an back and it was like flung out of space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it good? No. It was really good. She Thank flung you. herself out of space. Yeah. yeah. To see Carol. That's true. I did. <laughs> Referencing Carol about seeing Carol. Always Boom. Carol. <laughs> I like was gonna like Carol no matter the fuck what. Like yeah. I was so ready. Yeah. Like, that just showed how my literal bubble. It's a beautiful um, movie, but I still can't get over the fact that her husband's name was Harge. Harge. <laughs> fuck Harge. Baby. But it's Kyle Chandler, so he's great. Yeah. Harge. But fuck Harge. Kyle Chandler is actually perfectly cast in that movie, I think. Harge. Like oh, yeah, that was like which is the name greatest Oh absolutely. <laughs> the greatest casting coup of that movie is Kyle Chandler because like I think any actor with less likability it would have like thrown off the movie how much you hate harge but because kyle chandler like you love him you and you want to love him it made it a lot more complicated he's all of our fathers yeah Yeah. he's all of our fathers but i want to say daddy what we should all do after (laughs) this is collaborate on a children's book called harge the sexist barge (laughs) (laughs) in which harge gets up to patriarchal (laughs) adventures yeah, kids I will love, love that. patriarchal <laughs> adventures. Don't steal my idea. Random I won't. No, we're doing it. it. We're, we're doing it as a trio. Email yeah. Me. Yes. Harge at the barge. Harge <laughs> the sexist. It looks barge. like Thomas, but like a little more phallic. Like yes. <laughs> in water already. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> gross. So you went viral that time. I'm so and, sorry. And it was no. just toxic replies yeah i mean there was a lot yeah there was there was also a lot of good stuff but like i'm sure lauren like you've been dealing with this where like about all of it like for as much like good stuff as you get like the stuff that sticks in your head like this like i don't i don't remember verbatim the like lovely things that were said to me during that time i can yeah i can (laughs) i can literally like i could do a monologue of every single like horrible thing that was said to me because those are the things those are not funny gwen stefani like if you asked me to do that right now, I would dim my lights, shine a spotlight on myself. I'd be wearing a black turtleneck and I would just sort of be reading my harassment in a deadpan mm-hmm. tone. Yep. I could actually do that. Meanwhile, I've gotten like thousands of words yeah. of things and it's just like blur. Nice. And it touches me for a second, but the, the it stings. Yes. And it's the like sting is immediate a, and it's like 
stays. It's, it's a, a lingering. Yes. Because it's a theft of your energy and mm-hmm. then your time. And it's and it infringes upon your ability to use that for other more productive things. Absolutely. And it, it robs that of you and it tries to like stuff you down. Like, I, I mean, I know that I'm going to, you know, ca- call this snowflake, but it's like then you call that out and you're silenced even further. Yeah. No, it's a it's a horrible horrible feeling of just like they need to tear any woman especially down and to say uh, there was a lot of like this isn't funny like if a guy did and it's like well a guy didn't fucking do it so i did it and it was very fun like fuck you (laughs) 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 yogic breathing to that like and the thing is to me your messages are even more clear-cut about coming from a sexist place Mm. because what the heck are you mad about? Like, that's kind of my question is like, what are you truly mad about? Is my question I would want to ask these people. Um, It's funny. They don't know. They don't have an answer. Well, the funny thing is I had a, I talked to a reporter from the Associated Press today Mm. and I had like this heart to heart. Like, and honestly, I should have done it as a fucking podcast. And I'm just like, yeah, let me, because it was like the first time I had really talked about it to someone objective. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was really cathartic and he was amazing and he was really kind to me, but it's an AP wire. So it's sort of just like, you know, it's, it's, it is what it's meant to be, but it was so funny because I was like, oh, well, I guess he I thought we had a connection. <laughs> you know, we bonded. He he told me I was destined for, you know, good Did you give him like 18 scoops? He like <laughs> ran out the door like, thank yeah. you. But um, <laughs> it's been, it was really emotional and I it was a weird way to process it. Uh, and it was like hard on my family and it was hard on my husband and it was hard on my dog. I know she, you know, felt that energy. Demi yeah. looks devastated. Demi, yeah. Demi <laughs> like climbed into her cage and she was she's like, like fe- feeling she's very shy. She's not doing just fine. She Mommy. was feeling very shy. Oh, oh it took, Brett. It took you a second. Brett? Well, it took me a second and <laughs> then I saw your you. fucking <laughs> dumb smug face and I, I made a was immediately joke. incensed. The band. In- what was sensed. the AP thing of, like about though? Like just Me being harassed. Oh, cool. But... It was so fucking bad, but I'm sorry. What I want to say is I think like, like you're, you being harassed. So I know that so much of it is coming from a sexist place. And like a lot of times it's like concealed. And then a lot of times it's obvious. A lot of times it's likening like me to like their daughters or implying that like, I need to like keep in line. Yes. There was a lot of like, I'm sure your mom is so proud of you to me. And I was like, listen she fucking is she shared that shit and was like my daughter is very funny and smart like she's proud as hell don't you worry about it or like also because the like articles about it would be like this like actress in new york and then there would be like a bunch of comments being like actress like bet she's a struggling actress and it's Uh, like well fucking a yes why else do i have time to do that like yeah what are you what are you saying yeah and then b like people were just like oh like can't bet you're a real great actress and i'm like yeah i went to nyu and i got a bfa in drama like i don't like it's fuck you for like (laughs) implying that because i like did this funny thing that didn't sit well with you because but then you can't be an actress now i can't no that's true you were you were i showed a point of view 
I showed that I have my own point of view and I should just shut up and say words that white men oh, write for me. God. Ideally, ideally a white man will write some words for me to say I've about got a like, in my bag <laughs> yeah. for you thank you, Brett. You thank you. <laughs> They're informing you that they set up the lanes for you and you better stay in them. Like mm-hmm. it's literally like attitude will be the subject line. Yes. And it's oh. like, yeah. But I think the thing is, and not to be like, feel even more. Oh, and the what? Oh, one when I was like tweeting about you, I was oh, like, I like tweeted about you, and I was like, message that they me that they got trolled for tweeting about me, and I was like, I know, like, like listen, yeah, sorry. it's at that <laughs> point. Who gives a f- like? I'm Lauren. Like, bye. <laughs> no, but one of my one of my favorite things was like I tweet. I was like Lauren Duke is like fucking national hero, like no. something like that, and someone tweeted like at both of us and was like oh see that you share the same potty mouth <laughs> like, nice oh guys. wow cool Shut, you dude fucker yeah. cock sucking dickhead you fucking little pigs. fucking monster <laughs> cunts and it's only okay for us to say it <laughs> i swear to god they say that to me and i write back like it's funny because like one guy was like your words have consequences like he was like trying to give me like a little like scolding and i literally this isn't even true i mean i'm in talks for cool stuff mm. be jealous bitches i'm in talks for cool stuff but he's yes. like your words have consequences and i was like my words do have consequences like a million dollar book deal have a nice life <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like this is gonna haunt oh. his dreams yeah. Yeah, you should bowing, send him a copy bowing. when it comes out, yes. ultimately. Absolutely. Cordial RJ, who told me I needed to get a pussy that's his, grab. That's cordial RJ? Oh, no, oh. he just oh. He's just a man. At Cordial RJ. That's my new Twitter account. I'm changing it. I'm no longer Nwox. I'm at Cordial RJ. Please enjoy my tweet. At Cordial RJ. Let's fucking do this Let's Twitter. make a Cordial RJ Twitter. And it's just cordial. a parody of men on Twitter. And We're really going to do this, you We're going to do this, Cordial RJ. RJ. Right after we write our children's book. RJ wrote to Barge me. the Sexist Barge. That cordial RJ. <laughs> dedicated to cordial RJ. <laughs> he wrote to me that I have. He's like attitude subject line. <laughs> Already a winner. <laughs> Maybe a pussy grab in all caps would keep you in line cordially. RJ. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like an so, MSN email too so or something like that? It's so cordially. Yeah, it's cordialrjhotmail.com. I seriously, I didn't even know what to do. So I just started like, I just started like donating money to Planned Parenthood like outside of my own control. I was just like, my fingers were doing that. And I was like, do it fingers. Yes. Donate to Planned Go Parenthood. fly, my pretties. Just, it was just sort of, I he really, oh, Lauren, all Oh, all you need is a good old fashioned. Old fashioned. Not, not that, even not one of those contemporary pussy grass. Am I in that? I'm like in the not sexist one of those version modern pussy of that animatronic bear ride in Disney World. And they're like, old fashioned pussy grass. <laughs> the and country the, bears. Yeah, and there's a prospector that's oh, like. Oh, prospector pussy. Oh. <laughs> The animatronics Prospector from Chuck E. Cheese. Prospector pussy <laughs> is my drag name. <laughs> Mine is drag ch- me. Mine to is hell, baby. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. Mine is Beyonce Kardashian, but I've said that before. Beyonce Kardashian. Yeah, that's good. Or maybe like something with Chuck E. Cheese. I want to workshop it. <laughs> Hmm. I thought about Degrassi Knoll and then uh, Max and then Max Koopa <gasps> said that I should spell Knoll like Knoll's Beyonce's oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. name and that's Are you clutch. fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, Degrassi Knoll's Degrassi Knoll's That's really good Yeah 
decided that I have to become a drag queen. It's Fuck. what I was always meant title, to be. Title, 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 title. I have, I've, written title. Down, I've written down like 10 of them. Brett, already. don't. No, Brett. What is this one? Um, Brett, do not DM De- me asking for a title because I just told you it, Brett. <laughs> Degrassi Knowles. Oh, fuck. Lauren Collins tweeted at me, and I was <gasps> like, Paige was the best character in Degrassi, obviously. Yes. Degrassi Poor forever. Thing was the best song that was Emma. ever on that show, including anything that Drake did. Mic drop after Wheelchair this. Wheelchair Jimmy. Up. Wheelchair Manny Jimmy. wearing a thong. The blue May- rhinestone thong. Uh, uh, color blocked with her light blue off the shoulder crop top. And like a beige newsboy and cap. like a beige <laughs> newsboy cap. <gasps> Her thong, I can see it in my I mind. See, yeah, I and woke like up over and mm, was, mm. was like, "You can see her underwear." I was like, "I need to wear a thong." Yeah, I was uh, like, the episode I, where Manny becomes a slut is like so. Jesus, important. I was like, my jeans need to rise that low. Yes, I need rhinestone details on my booty. Oh, I like thought about my body so much. Yeah. Damn it. I only saw the episodes of that show that featured Jay and Silent Bob because I'm the worst. Brett, you're so fucking annoying. That's you're <laughs> you're a caricature of a straight white man hey, at this moment. Brett. I need you to I know. Brett hey. is leaning into his villain persona no, on Brett, the podcast. That was Literally leaning. On the nose. Like I don't even like it. Like I'm just like <laughs> I don't even enjoy it. <laughs> I actually do enjoy it. Yeah, it's there very was, fun. they released a little You're a good DVD. foil. Thank you. They released a DVD that was just those episodes. And that's how I saw it. Because I used to be obsessed when I was in junior high. With Jay and Silent Bob? With yeah. Kevin Smith. Th- at first, I thought you universe. meant the Manny Thong episodes. Yeah, there's a, the, the <laughs> Manny Thong Just the Manny Thong episode collection. <laughs> Criterion put it out. I was just thinking, you know, I wonder, like, you know what kind of sucks, actually, is that there's probably no good teen pop culture about like harassment i mean like i don't i don't know what examples there actually are i was gonna are. say skins does anyone watch skins no but i never got into online skins. harassment i just think it's really like we're super shamey and like there's just so many things that i was shamed from that then i fucked up with so hard like mm-hmm. when i got any kind of freedom and i think about that a lot so i just thought it was very interesting to think about like because the uk the drinking age is a little like uk is definitely I don't, I don't want to speak in like broad culture. Like I don't have like an Epcot of epithets about like other cultures right now, but like their drinking age is younger and Europe is more, more lax. It seems like the UK is more rigid, but then the U S it's like, we have all these rules in place and all these forbidden fruits. And for me, it was like, I was denied, denied, denied. And then I got access and I took way too big of a handful. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much I should go on about it now that I'm like, it's funny because like last week I would have been like blathering on, but now I'm like, oh, someone's going to listen and talk about my troubled youth. It's like, I'm doing <laughs> fucking amazing now. Yeah, so like you just going to be a so hit piece. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but it's a, it's, it's interesting because I wonder like how it felt like a dam bursting when I got to college kind of. And it's yeah. like, I look back and I'm kind of like not thrilled with how I was acting but it also felt like I got something out of me like it was kind of painful but it was exciting it was like Mm -hmm. thrilling but it hurt like it was like I mean it was like the actual act of throwing up which you do often when you're drunk is sort of like a good analogy for it because it's like there's something like 
very like your adrenaline is up and like yeah. you're you're in this like high intensity situation it's like college was very much like a long vomit <laughs> but like I actually did so well by the way so if you're gonna you know the daily caller if you write this shit up like I find the the school records before yes, you write it up the transcript my parents were like you know you're not taking care of yourself but you're on the dean's list. Right. And well, you already the, have yeah. multiple articles published. So I guess we won't make you go to community college now. But anyway, the long story short is like they had no idea. And the thing is, I was still high functioning and I was mm-hmm. still and I I'm doing fucking great. So like fuck everyone. But like <laughs> the it's just incredible that it's like I felt out of control and like I had to almost get it out of my system and now to be in control now. And I, it was so painful and I wish it had been more gradual. Like my coming of age was like all at once. Yeah. And I think like my family conversely, like my parents never were super intensely like you can't drink, you can't, you can't do anything. And so like throughout high school, my like I would go to my cousin's wedding or whatever and my mom would be like yeah have a drink like it's fine that's good and yeah and then I never really went that crazy even when I went to NYU and NYU was like NYU was a shit show as far as people who had been very very repressed and in very like regimented environments like a lot of people went fully fucking insane I don't want to be niche with you but Mm. I am so I mean NYU I think I sensed that in a really subconscious way actually because I was NYU was actually it was my dream but then when I visited NYU I felt so much like isolation and like it didn't feel yeah. the community yeah I think what's nice about NYU drama school and like my studio is that like you're put into studios okay um into an acting studio and then my studio was Adler and they would split you up into groups of like 12 every semester and you would have all of your classes, all of your classes three times a week. You would have studio three times a week and then you would have your um, gen ed courses two times a week. So you Um, had a small community. Yes. You had like a really small community that I would like see all the time. Like I would see, I would see all the time the people in my group and then you would, you would also rehearse your like scene study scenes outside of school and so I mm. did feel like I got like a very small but even like community the, c- the city but yeah like it's hard tough to learn oh yeah times. it's really really tough and I couldn't even imagine like being in the liberal arts college or like the business yeah. school or like any any of those places because I do think it's like tremendously isolating in that way even my gen ed courses it would be in like these huge cavernous halls yeah. where you don't meet anyone like I my first semester I didn't make friends with anyone in my gen ed courses because it was just these huge halls where I didn't know anyone and then like by a certain point you have made enough friends that you're like okay we're taking all of our gen ed courses together we're signing up for it that way but I can't imagine I mean like there's a super high suicide rate at NYU (sighs) like people jump off the top of Bopst all the time the library library. yeah yeah yeah. it's like yeah like people would do that a lot because into the library itself yeah it's so it can be so isolating I I never saw it happen one of my friends almost did it it's that frequent yes yes I never saw it happen but one of my friends almost did it and like we were called like we were called all of us like to the building like right after the campus police like had talked him down and then he came over and it was yeah it's tough I'm so sorry that you guys go through that what do you think makes it so common if you're not used to New York I 
I also had a thing where I I went to uh, theater camp like in the Catskills and like most of my friends from theater camp lived in New York and so I would visit them up in New York all the time throughout high school so I had sort of gotten the New Yorkiness out of my system like the things that I was excited for in New York was like I'm gonna get to see plays all the time like I'm so excited to just go see theater and like consume all of that and learn that way and then other people that like had never been to New York or like it was this very sort of yeah this like like, (laughs) mythical place would show up and be like oh i can order whatever i want whenever i want i can like go out whenever i want and there will always like be people drinking like uh, and then there would also be an element of Mm. if you weren't going out all the time and you didn't know new york very well you had this image in your head of like if you were alone in your dorm you would be like I'm a fucking loser and like everyone else is like out having the most glamorous, amazing time. So yeah, it's interesting. That has only, I'm sure gotten worse with social media getting more and more like social media was like a thing when I started at NYU, but like, I don't think it was anywhere near as, yeah, as life consuming. It wasn't all about like, I imagine that Instagram and, things so much harder well that was like so hard already like even just like aim online well i want to talk about the city more too but mm-hmm. i mean i guess we can get back to it like whatever you want no just because the 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 way the city feels when you're young is like in this like rushing like all-encompassing feeling like you have all these ideas about it and mm-hmm. then you're like living them out and they're hard it's like hard to actually get around like i mean i'm talking even like before a smartphone but you know even once you have it it's like coordinating which neighborhoods you're doing things in and like mm-hmm. what's far away yeah and like what's accessible because everything is but like like i would like go on like the school shuttle to the subway to walk 20 minutes to go to this cafe like to write in and i'm um, now i'm like and it, it was kind of like poetic because like when i first got my first apartment it was actually around the block from this cafe so it was Aww. just sort of like this little but but it's just i it was so it felt so incredibly far away and like i just didn't even understand the like tactile geography element of the city yeah never minds like where i should be going to meet people or where i should be going with people or like and and i was in uh i went to school in fordham in the bronx so yeah but you know it's funny because i spent there's like so a cult a bar culture there with like this like limited stretch of bars it's like really fucking fun until it's not anymore Mm -hmm. and like I grew out of it fast and I have a lot of friends who like would wish they were still doing that. And I frankly think it's kind of sad, Yes, but I, I'm like, not cause I'm better. Like I still have to drink, but like, just because it's like this culture of like getting wasted and like just riffing off each other and like existing in this like frothy surface of human relationships. That's just like nothing concrete or real, but like the, that was all right there. And there was, it was literally like this like Trinity of bars and even by senior year, it was, like, people were still, like, going to the city to, like, eat Chipotle and then, like, getting back on the shuttle. And it's, like, really? Like, there's the <laughs> fucking can, Met. Yeah. Like, I yeah. I could go to the Met every day, honestly. I could go to MoMA every day. I, like, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm, like, that person who's, like, has a fucking MoMA membership. But, like, how could you not be engaging in this culture? And, like, they'd be, like, we're going to go to China Wine, which is, like, this, like, they had like endless friends. Yeah. And like I've thrown up there so many times, <laughs> oh, but like endless friends, endless friends. Yeah. Endless friends. Yeah, what a dream. Sentence, yeah. <laughs> the city feels really, really off limits and it feels like it took me so long to learn it. 
And like now I feel like I, I have an ownership in it, but it yeah. really truly took years. Like I lived here for years and like only just now am I like, Oh, I'm a New Yorker. And like I went yes. like to the suburbs and it's like, Oh, I'm a New Yorker. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, whenever I go home now, but it, yeah, it took about, a while. And wait, I like, I let, let uh, Brett talk for a second. He's going to no, start. No, no, I me. wasn't. Please keep, please keep going. Um, <laughs> then Brett will talk about how he feels when he goes home. Okay. Yay. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, no, I, I just was going to say I, I felt the same way. Like I was yeah. here for so long and it still took me so long to figure out the subway. Like I would cab so much. Like if I had saved all the money, oh, if I had learned <laughs> the subway earlier, I would be a millionaire right now. My like, yeah, ugh. my first, uh, I think it was like probably like first two months here. I lived in uh, Harlem, like 125 in Lex Harlem, like Spanish Harlem. Yeah. And uh it was uh, right off the 125 street stop. So it was like, there was a six and a four or five. Mm-hmm. And for the first two months, I took the six instead of the four or five, even though I need to take the four or five. It would, it would have taken half the time. Right. I took the six for two months straight. Just like not Just because you were too scared I'm, to ask questions. Too scared to, I didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's, Once a, big, you get there's into a big learning a, curve. Yeah. And when, when I'm riding it in wrong direction. Oh, yeah, I've done that a lot. Like so to, much. To comical effects sometimes. It's actually not like, the easiest thing. No. Well, yeah. I think once you get it down it's like now i feel like when my friends come in to say it's hard i'm like Duh. no it's yeah. not like let me show you but yeah. I, I guess it is hard to, i earned to that i'm really direct navigationally challenged so and i don't know oh, I was, so am i yeah i'm a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> well i think i mean i went to college in southern illinois and i feel like the things you said are i feel the same way though oh about tell me, tell like me. the like there's a stretch of bars and it's fun for a while until it's not. That's in the entire U of My I heart campus. hurts so much. <laughs> Why? Oh my God. I'm just so sad for like, I was not happy in college and I like only just realized it, you know, like mm. I'm, I, cause I'm happy now right. and I'm like, Oh, this wasn't that. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Were you I happy think, in college? I think so. Sorry. But like the definition of happy changes as you realize what it is, I think. And like, that yeah. goes for a lot of things. I don't know. No, to and get it's like complex. introspective. Yeah. But like that is. I was always trying too hard. I think. In to, college, like oh, same. I, to yeah. do what? To be something I thought I was supposed to be. Yes. Like I. Oh my God! Actually, uh, this is my. It makes me. F- think about how I'm approaching issues. To think about how even like in college, it took me until like, uh, junior year to be like I'm a feminist. And it was like that word was like being held from me, which is why we, we, we got into semantics with that kind of. And there was definitely a whole like celebrity. Are you a feminist? Mm. Da, da, da. And like that was annoying and reductive. But like I truly didn't have access to the word and I wasn't empowered by the word. And that's already a full glass of wine. But so what? <laughs> Stop doxing me on air. Oh, wow. What um, What I'm trying to say is like, it, I actually have a vivid memory of being like, oh, yeah, like, um, all for women's rights. But like, I'm not a feminist because I was in a room full of boys. Yes. Was, and like, you want to be a cool girl I'm, so fucking bad at the beginning of yes. college, I feel like. like oh. I let a guy tell me that he thought I had a a gorgeous face and like a hot body, but that my body wasn't as hot as my face. And it was like, I was like, Oh shit. And I think say that now. And I feel like I'm going to fucking vomit because even in the moment I left and I was like, Oh, so I'm beautiful. But like my body needs work, but he complimented me, but he asserted 
but like what and like only now am i like holy shit that whole thing is trash yeah like it took me so long to woke, wake up to it truly for myself like we yes. talk about being woke for allies but it's like for my own like i was robbed of the reality of that experience yes. all throughout college oh a guy that i was hooking up with like i like gained weight in college like as we do but then like a guy that i had been hooking up with before like I saw him when I was like home over break or whatever and he like was so weird to me and I like didn't know why because it was that thing where you like don't really realize you've gained weight you're just like oh my boobs are bigger what's up and I'm like oh it's because I am bigger um (laughs) but he like talked to me later and like he saw like then I lost weight again and he like talked to me and I was like why were you so weird to me when I saw you before? Like, is it because I gained weight? And he was like, yeah, but you look good now. So just stay on that NYU diet of cocaine (gasps) and cigarettes. And I was like, yikes. Oh, and in the moment, like again, in now I'm like, I will murder you in the moment. I was like, I want this like hot guy to think I'm hot. And like, that's a shitty thing to say, but it's probably my fault for gaining weight. And like, I want to be a cool girl. I want to be a cool girl who can like roll with jokes about me. Like, I also feel that whenever I get like in a group of more than two straight guys, like I become the D of always sunny. And like, everyone is just like trading jokes, but like everyone is giving me, everyone is giving me shit. And so there's an element of like, oh, I want to be the one who can like take the shit and like give it right back. But then I'm like, oh, don't this be actively horrifying. <laughs> the thing that like, it's crazy. okay to acknowledge when men are being horrifying people. Well, but then the thing is too is that then even if you call yourself hot, like I didn't even my example of that, and then I want to talk more about the bar culture and stuff like that because I think this is all really interesting. But like I wrote this thing for my school paper about getting harassed on Fordham road. And it was very much like a uh, feminist awakening kind of moment for me because it was like, uh, I was dating my now husband and like, I was walking up by myself to get him on the D and getting harassed, 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 harassed. And the second he was on my arm walking back, same time of day, same people, same neighborhood, nothing. Yeah. And it was like, so crystallizing for me. And I was truly learning it. Like I was only just accessing feminism and like, ownership of feminism and like I remembered like one of these guys that I like thought was like one of the guys like that's how I acted with him he's like so you think you're hot like you're hot enough to deserve to be harassed and it was like such a meta commentary on the sexism and like even in that moment I didn't like now I can sit I could probably write fucking 1500 words about yeah what's wrong there but like it's like in the moment I was just like wait what I don't I don't think I'm hot at all. Like I don't even, that wasn't even on my radar and you're and like now, stuffing yeah. me into a box over that. But anyways, like the bar culture yeah. too, which I think, and we don't have to, you know, sorry, but like, it's been a hard few days, don't apologize. but, um, I think it's interesting too, to talk about like who you are when you're in this, like, honestly, like for your fucking bender, like, it not really, but like, oh my god! I don't think anybody's who they are in that period. I yeah. think they're trying to be. Yeah, trying to be who you are by like this <sighs> crash course. Who, yeah. Trying to be who you so think painful. you should be, <laughs> not like, even what you actually want to be. But we don't even realize it at the time. Like even my best friend, um, my best friend I've known since I was twelve. Like she's my oldest friend. We know each other. Like we treat each other like sisters. It's like not even like cordial anymore. Like <laughs> she'll come over and I'll be like in my underwear, like with my like 
pimple cream on. I'm just like, sit down. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) And like, (laughs) it's, it's, so we're so, so, so close, but only now are we like sharing with each other, like the damage that college did. And like, it's been so incredibly painful to realize the depths of emotion I feel for her pain because I don't even feel it for myself because I'm like still not like I'm still like this is like this murky like closed off like bad like exciting but and thrilling but bad time and to hear her and hear her being like vomiting up the evil like in Green Mile it's kind of like I need to vomit up my own evil yeah sorry for so many vomiting metaphors that dickhead from the Wall Street (laughs) Journal metaphor alert cunt anyway Brad go ahead what what am I gonna say what you're gonna talk about drinking and like being who you are and like I don't know I don't know I don't know much to say about that I feel like well you were talking about the bar culture and your um well yeah I just never really clicked with it i mean i just think i'm a curmudgeonly we talked about this before i'm just like a curmudgeonly old man of a personality where yes. i don't want to do anything Delightful. like going out is hard like it's, i've said a million times like you know how much easier it is i think john mulaney probably said this it's so much easier you, know how, mu- you know how much easier it is to do nothing than it is to do something like, yeah it's so much easier. what was your major uh media and cinema studies and then my minor was creative writing. what did you want what were, did you always see yourself going into media I wanted to go to like film school for the longest time. Like oh. I got into like I wanted to go to like UNLV, like USC. Like okay. I just wanted to get away and go. Why there. didn't you? Um, well, the short answer and like the reason why is because if I went anywhere but where I went, I basically would have had to pay for it out of pocket. Mm. And if I went to where <gasps> I went, yeah. Um, my parents did this thing in 1991 when I was born, and literally they basically paid. Whatever college cost in 1991, they paid for me. And then it's like a fund that like when I turn of age for college, that's what I pay for Illinois University. Oh, <gasps> Jesus. So it's genius. My was parents, $3? My, my parents are geniuses. I don't know how much it costs, but it was like a fraction of what a semester yeah. should be. So like, hey, if you go to any of these U of I sc- or Illinois schools, including the big one is U of I, Big Ten school. And mm-hmm. once I got in there, I was like, of course I'm going to go. Yeah. Like it's already paid for basically. Damn. Like I'm going to go. 100%. And I have no regrets. And I don't regret studying what I studied. And I don't regret doing what I did and all that stuff. Because I feel like no matter where you go to college, it will be college. It will be fun. Yeah. And thank you. And, and stay tuned for my <laughs> pitch of, De- of Degrassi next, 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 next generation. Yes. We're doing it yeah, in addition to hard the Sexist Barge. Yeah, we're doing a lot of things. We're a lot do- of projects we got a lot of projects this. coming up. Sing the alto part of the Degrassi song. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What would it be? Also, uh, what is your favorite version of that song? The one where Marco put something in his back pocket. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it would be like... That's the like, like hip rework. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I know I, mean, I can make it through. Listen, I had a cat named James Tiberius. <laughs> if I hold out, I know <laughs> I can make it through. Through. <laughs> Listen, I had named a cat James Tiberius. Remember when he got stabbed? Rest in oh peace, my rest God. In peace. I Wait, remember it so well. James Tiberius. Yeah, his name was JT York. JT, York. That JT like a, I wanted to fuck that's the name so of the, I was in I was love 11. with JT. Isn't that oh the name God, of also, the name Did of you have a crush on the drummer from School of Rock? Because I had a big crush on the drummer from School of Rock. Freddie? Yeah, I wish I Freddie? I was in love with Freddie. Close out with this. Close out with this. Cartoon crush. Brad. Oh, what man. cartoon did you want to fuck? 
what kind of, what am I, oh, <laughs> oh not on now. brand answer is like Daria or something. Oh, of course that's a is. good answer. That's a good answer. Because I because like if you ask me like non non cartoon version, my answer would be not Lizzie Kaplan, but Lizzie Kaplan as the goth girl from Mean Girls, mm, as Janice Janice Dash Dyke. That's not a cartoon. I know. That's why I said it. If not a cartoon, I took your premise but, and ruined it. Don't, like typical man takes excuse to do a fuck who I would fuck <laughs> of who's who. <laughs> Imagine she's a cartoon character. Okay. And then it's fine. My cartoon character, this is fucked up. I have discussed this before, and my friends are not going to be pleased that I'm bringing it up again. It's Jafar from Aladdin. Oh, Natalie. Oh I know. Exotic. Exotic. No, I, I like it. I like it. his chin. I know. No, because, like, this scene at the end when Jasmine is in the Slave Leia adjacent costume r.i.p carrie fisher um that really fucked me up today but she's in that costume and she's pretending she's pretending to like be into him and she's pretending to seduce him she's like jafar your beard is so twisted and then he calls her pussycat and i vividly remember watching that movie like at a sleepover and being like I have to pee in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so yeah, I was like weirdly into it. Like that and Frollo. I have like weird Fro- Frollo. Fro- <laughs> when he such- sings Hellfire. Oh my Ooh. God. That takes place took place inside my 13 year old vagina yes yes hellfire and my mom i was, was like, like oh my god i want someone to envision me dancing in flames my like, mom was like this is wrong and i was like i want an esmeralda snow globe for christmas <laughs> please that yes oh. that i want to kill him but i also like wanted to fuck him when i was 13 i didn't mm-hmm. even like know what it was mm-hmm. um and the fox from robin hood and probably yes. more that i'm forgetting and so many too many actually I know. what is a what a weird thing because <laughs> americans repress sexuality until next time this has been at lauren duca and i'm at brett redacted and very special thanks to our guest and walks natalie walker you were wonderful you guys are wonderful and to my husband Yay! yes to chris special guest Good night, he says. <laughs> and we will be back with Natalie Walker at an unforeseen time for a very special episode that we're not going to tell you anything about yet. Goodbye. <laughs>